Welcome to the HR Empowerment Podcast, where we will uncover strategies and new insights from HR professionals who discuss up-to-date regulations, best practices, and the most pressing topics like diversity and equity, leadership, dealing with difficult situations, and much more that affect your bottom line and business. Thanks for joining us. Hey, everybody, Wendy Sellers here, the HR lady. I am here today with my co-host, JC. Wendy, I'm not doing too good today. Why not? I'm full of employment concerns. I'm kind of worried. <laughs> Should I be worried? No, yes, maybe. That is exactly what we're going to talk about in this series. We're going to be talking about employment concerns for 2023 and should we be worried? And the, the, the question is, well, it depends. Um, are you an employer? Are you a candidate? Are you an employee? We're going to go through a lot of this information over the next five series. So let's get started. First thing I want to talk about is an overview of employment news and current economic statistics. It's a little scary out there. Or is it just the news and the media trying to rile us up? Well, there's uh, could be a little bit of both, Miss Wendy. Let me tell you, you know, the Federal Reserve spent the year 2022 attempting to engineer a soft landing. That is, combat inflation without triggering a recession. And the labor market of the United States now faces a very uncertain 2023. Recessions have occurred fairly consistently in the past. Since 1857, the United States has experienced a recession every three and a quarter years. And since World War II, the U.S. has experienced a recession every five years. And according wow. to a recent Harris Poll, Wendy, and Fast Company, a survey of over 1,000 adults about their biggest fears heading into the new year, this uncertainty is causing significant concern amongst workers not knowing what they're going to face next. Back to you. Yeah, I mean, there is a lot of uncertainty out there. Um, I could just tell you what I'm experiencing as an HR consultant. I have a lot of different clients and in different industries all over the country. And every single one of them has openings that need to be filled. <laughs> yeah. So even when I run into a client that says, okay, we're going to be downsizing over here in this department, they still have openings in other departments that they're like, we haven't been able to fill them. We still need to fill them. Can you help us? What do we need to do? And so there's a lot of uncertainty everywhere, but I I'm finding that there are so many job openings that even if there is some kind of uh, economic downturn, we're still going to have enough jobs. And, and I say this loosely, enough jobs for everybody, assuming they have the right skills. You know what I mean? I, I do. And I tend to wonder whether or not some employers are holding on to things. You know, it was, uh, I believe, in the most recent State of the Union address, uh, the claim was made that there was a $200 billion, what was that, a surplus or profit in the gas and oil industry uh, over the past year plus. Uh, but where are those jobs? Why isn't the money moving? It, it gets you It gets you thinking. Hey, I got some more stats yeah. for you, Wendy. Um, while the majority of employees are concerned about making ends meet, they're less concerned about job availability. Only 33% of those polled are concerned about their job security, and the majority believe they'll be able to find work. And people are most concerned about large-scale issues in 2023. Approximately three-quarters of adults are concerned about the economy. Furthermore, 61% are concerned about global events, while 56% are concerned about domestic events. Yeah, that is interesting. So they, they there's employees, um, humans, that are concerned about 
uh, yeah, I might lose my job, but it seems like they're saying, yeah, I'll get another one. Right. Yeah. That kind of, that's kind of what I'm taking it as. And, and I could just tell you, you know, just uh, amongst conversations and like my friend group and, and things like that, it, it's the same thing. I, I ran into somebody actually in a grocery store the other day um, that I used to work with that they worked at a client of mine. And that's basically, she said the same thing. I said, how are things going at your new job? She's like, really good. I'm learning a lot. She goes, there's going to be layoffs. I don't think I'm going to be part of it. But, you know, I've learned so much over the past year or so that I'm not really worried if if I am chosen that I can definitely go out there and find new jobs because people are contacting me all the time, um, you know, to go and apply for their job ads, but I'm happy where I am. So I'm just staying where I am right now until I have to make a decision. And hopefully I don't. So folks, if that is, you know, your attitude, I think it's a good attitude. I'm not an expert on everything, but I really, you know, do think that there's enough jobs out there for everybody for us to move forward with uh, treating our people well. So Here's the other thing, JC, I wanted to talk about, you know, since many of our our listeners are managers, business owners, HR as well, is uh, the old rule, and it was a horrible, horrible rule, would be like, oh, there's an economic crash. Oh, great. This is when we could start treating our employees bad because they're going to be desperate and have to stay here. No, 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 no. If we've learned anything through the COVID period is employees are done with being desperate and they would rather be unemployed and broke than work for an employer that is not a great employer, right? Oh, absolutely. And trends do support that. You know, work-life balance is one of the most pressing concerns for employees in the new year. Make sure you're bringing that to the table from your leadership perspective. 49% of people who work full-time are concerned about work-life balance and 42% of those work Uh, who work part-time are concerned about it as well. Poor work-life balance is most likely related to other major issues. Approximately 42% of those polled are concerned about their personal relationships, while 39% are concerned about their work environment. And Wendy, I was going to tell a joke about unemployment right here, but those jokes never work. They never work. good. It was good. No, but the one thing I wanted to touch on right there, JC, that you just mentioned in one of those stats is that, you know, you said 42% of those who work part-time are still concerned about work-life balance. And, you know, part-timers get a bad rap. Oh, you only work part-time. You'll be fine. No, they may only work part-time at your company, but they have three other jobs in order to pull together a full-time income. And so we have to make sure we're not judging people just because they work part time because they may that's the job they took um, so that they can, you know, satisfy their income requirements to pay those bills. Uh, we have to start treating part timers as, you know, employees who are contributing to our bottom line so folks please do not you know disregard part-timers and then also don't go oh well if we have a layoff we'll just choose the part-timers you need to really really think about you know who you are promoting who you're keeping and then who you are laying off as well with that said Thanks for listening for series to series one of employment concerns in 2023. In episode two, what you should expect when you tune in is what do we need to get a job or what should we be requiring a degree or experience? 
Thank you for joining the HR Empowerment Podcast, brought to you by Aurora Training Advantage. We hope you've gained new insight and strategies to navigate the HR profession. We look forward to you joining us again on the HR Empowerment Podcast.